Stay tuned for another sports presentation on the worldwide leader of Marshall University Athletics coverage, the Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. It's time for Herd Roundup, your weekly look back at Thundering Herd Athletics. And now this week's edition of Herd Roundup. Hello and welcome to Herd Roundup, the only show on the air that recaps the week that was in martial athletics. I'm Luke Hamilton. And I'm Justin Zimmer. Ahead on this edition of Herd Roundup, we will update you on martial softball, martial baseball, and the rest of martial Olympic sports. First on this edition, this past weekend, martial baseball opened up Sunbelt Conference play. Here is Sean Kelly with the recap. Marshall Thundering Herd Baseball began a three-game series against the Appalachian State Mountaineers this past Friday, its first series of Sunbelt Conference play from Gomart Ballpark in Charleston. To start Friday's game, a double by Mountaineer second baseman Luke Drumheller opened the scoring in the top of the first, giving Appalachian State a 1-0 lead. While it would take another inning for the herd to respond, the third inning proved to be a historic one, courtesy of Marshall center fielder Luke Edwards. As this is a liner out, out into right field, going to just be picked up there by Rogers. Edwards going to go for two, and that ball goes right by Drumheller. At Gill over there at, sh- at short, covering the bag at second, and that will be a stand-up double. That double was Edwards' 48th of his career, tying him with Victor Gomez for the most in Marshall baseball history. Heard third baseman Daniel Carinci tied the game in the bottom of the fourth with a single, making it the last time the Thundering Herd got on the scoreboard until the bottom of the ninth. While Appalachian State would score one run in each of the fifth through eighth innings, its big offensive breakthrough would be in the top of the ninth. In that half of the inning, the Mountaineers would begin its scoring run with the Xavier Moranta single, also scoring on a fielding error, single, and three-run home run all on consecutive pitches. The Golston-Gillespie home run capped off a seven-run ninth inning, extending the Appalachian State lead to 12-1. However, Marshall would not go down without a fight in the bottom half of the ninth inning. An Elijah Vogelsong sack fly brought life back into Marshall's side of the scoreboard, while a Kyle Schaefer RBI groundout and Owen Ayers single capped off the attempted herd rally. On the other side of the diamond, Marshall starter Patrick Copen struck out a career-high 11 batters through six innings, giving up three runs in Friday's 12-4 loss. Game two of the weekend started quite the opposite to the day before. On Saturday, Marshall scored first on a sack fly by catcher Kyle Schaefer, with Appalachian State answering back in the top of the second with a home run by left fielder C.J. Boyd. After trading blows for the next two innings, neither side would jump out to a multi-run lead until the bottom of the fifth, thanks to a go-ahead home run by herd first baseman Owen Ayers. And Ayers, high fly ball, deep out to right, and that's going to be gone! Owen Ayers, a three-run home run, and Marshall is now up 6-4. to four. That ball went down the right field line and exited the ballpark. Also in this inning, Luke Edwards hit his 49th career double to set the program record for doubles in a career. And Edwards, that will be line. Ball's going to go right past a diving Drumheller. Drumheller down, and that will be a double for Luke Edwards off the ground ball. And that will be a big double for Edwards, as Edwards had 48 doubles. That tied the program doubles record. It's now all his with 49. Edwards finished Saturday's game hitting three for four with three RBI. 
Appalachian State's offense brought the score to within one run in the top of the sixth, but wouldn't take the lead until the seventh. A three-run double by C.J. Boyd gave the Mountaineers an 8-6 lead, tacking on one more with an RBI single later in the inning. Marshall Bats rallied back to within one in the bottom half of the inning, scoring on a Schaefer single and a sack fly to center field. However, Marshall's offense went quiet in the final two innings as Appalachian State would take game two by a score of 9-8. In the final game of the weekend series, Marshall took an early advantage and did not look back. Offensively, the Herd hit the ground running with an RBI single in the first and scored three more runs in the bottom of the third with home runs by Owen Ayers and left fielder Kalen Smith. Smith, high fly ball. That's out to right field. That's gone. Kalen Smith goes deep to right, and Marshall is now up 4-0. to zero. And Smith, that will be home run number one in a Marshall uniform. On the mound, Thundering Herd starter Zach Addickson kept the Mountaineer bats quiet through the first four innings, not allowing a hit through those four and allowing three runs in his six innings pitched. The Herd scored two more runs with a Luke Edwards sack fly in the sixth and RBI single in the eighth, extending the lead to 7-4. to four. In the ninth, the Mountaineers got one run back on a home run by catcher Hayden Cross, but Ryan Capuano shut down Appalachian State bats, salvaging Game 3 and securing a 7-5 victory in the process. Marshall ended the series at a record of 9-8 overall and 1-2 in Sunbelt play, while Appalachian State ended the weekend with a record of 10-8 overall and 2-1 in the Sunbelt. For FM88 Sports, I'm Sean Kelly. Sean, thanks. Marshall is back in action Tuesday night, facing off with the Cincinnati Bearcats. The Thunder here defeated the Bearcats 8-4. Marshall Baseball is in action tonight to begin a three-game weekend series with the Old Dominion Monarchs. Tonight's game is at 6, tomorrow's game at 3 p.m., and then the series finale on Sunday at 1 p.m. Marshall Softball has also started conference play last weekend against the Mountaineers as the program continues its best start in program history. Here is John Bogus with more. The Marshall Softball team was victorious Saturday in its first-ever conference game as a member of the Sun Belt. The Herd traveled to Boone, North Carolina to face the Appalachian State Mountaineers a series many members of the herd had specially marked on its calendars. Prior to the game, junior catcher and infielder Autumn Owen said on an episode of WMUL Sports View that she was anticipating facing off against the Mountaineers. I'm looking forward to going to App State. For a lot of us, that's a home game, and that's a good way to open up conference. Owen, along with Alex Coleman, Savannah Rice, and Lauren Love, is from North Carolina. Sydney Nestor and Emily Allen are also familiar with the state as they are former members of the North Carolina State Wolfpack softball team. Marshall was also fortunate to have a good turnout of herd fans at the game. Owen said that the away dugout side had plenty of green in it. We had a lot of fans there. We literally filled the whole side of our away dugout. We just had a lot of family there. The series against App State was originally supposed to be three games with action beginning on Friday. Due to rain Friday, the first game had to be postponed. The schedule was flexed to have a doubleheader on Saturday, and while one game was played, the weather became too cold to play the second game. The cold weather stuck around Sunday, and games were once again not played. Head coach Megan Smith-Lyons said it was a good opportunity for players to rest, but overall she was disappointed that not all of the games could be played. 
people get a chance to rest a little bit, especially pitchers. Certainly not a bad thing. We did get to play one and we got to compete, so that was good too. But once you get this part of the season, we'd rather be playing. We'd rather get out there and play and continue to develop on the field and progress. It only took six innings for the herd to defeat the Mountaineers Saturday with a final score of 8-0. to zero. Nestor pitched a complete game shutout, receiving her 14th win of the season. She is tied for third in the nation and wins with Virginia Tech pitcher Emma Lemley. The leader of the category is currently Troy pitcher Leanna Johnson with 16, one of the Herd's Sunbelt opponents. The Herd got the first run of the game quickly when Grace Chelleman singled to score Sidney Bickle in the first inning. The Herd scored again in the second inning when Brooklyn Allridge singled to bring Cameron McCollis in. The Mountaineers put pressure on the Herd in the second inning, loading the bases. But Nestor was able to finish the inning without any of the runners coming in. The Herd made a dominant presence in the fifth inning, adding four more runs to its total. Bickle, Owen, Bub Faringa, and McCollis each recorded an RBI. Owen would hit a two-run home run in the sixth inning, her 13th of the season. Owen leads the Sun Belt and the nation in home runs. App State would get runners on base in the sixth inning, but none scored, causing the game to end with the mercy rule. The shutout was the Herd's sixth of the season and fifth done with Nestor in the circle. Smith Line was proud of her team for picking up its first Sun Belt win. I was just excited to see the resilience our players showed through adversity. They came out and they attacked, and they attacked the entire game. Marshall traveled Wednesday to Louisville, Kentucky to face the UT Martin Skyhawks and the Bellarmine Knights. The Herd defeated UT Martin 4-1 and Bellarmine 17-2. Marshall's record is now 24-3 overall and 1-0 in Sunbelt play. The record has them sitting on top of the Sunbelt Conference. The anticipation for Marshall is not over yet as next day will face the Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles in a doubleheader Saturday and again on Sunday in its Sunbelt home opener series. If weather permits it, you can listen to those games right here on the Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. For FM 88 Sports, I'm John Bogus. Thanks, John. Marshall Softball continued its winning ways Wednesday afternoon in a doubleheader between UT Martin and Bellarmine. The Thundering Herd in the morning game versus UT Martin had a four-run third inning that propelled the Thundering Herd to victory. The Thundering Herd defeated the Skyhawks 4-1. In the second game against Bellarmine, the Marshall Bats put up a nine-run sixth inning to secure the victory against the Knights. Marshall Softball will begin a three-game series tomorrow with Southern Miss. Tomorrow's first pitch is at 11 a.m., followed by a game two at 1 p.m. Sean Kelly and I will be on the call. And when we come back, we will update you on the rest of Marshall Olympic sports. That and more when we come back on Herd Roundup. Studies show that cockroaches are a significant factor in childhood asthma. West Nile virus, Lyme disease, and encephalitis are all transmitted by common pests. And while some 365,000 homes will be struck by fire this year, two million will be damaged by termites. Maybe it's time to take a closer look at who's sharing your home with you. For more information, visit pestworld.org. Here's your cappuccino, miss. Great, thanks. Coffee with cream? Look, almost half of all new STD infections are among young people 15 to 24 years old. Yet most infections have no symptoms. The only way to know for sure is to be tested. So GYT, 
get yourself tested. Visit gytnow.org to find an STD testing location near you. A message from CDC. This is the story of Daniel, who was born two months early. His lungs weren't ready. His heart wasn't ready. His parents could only hope that one day he would leave the hospital healthy, and they would all live happily ever after. Daniel's is just one of the more than 500,000 stories of babies born prematurely last year. You can help the March of Dimes stop premature birth and bring more babies home healthy. Learn how at marchofdimes.com. Working together for stronger, healthier babies. We all share a common journey. We wanted to serve our country and protect the things we love. But for some of us, coming home was more of a challenge than we expected. In the service, we had each other's backs. But as veterans, it can sometimes feel like we're all alone. For confidential support, call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. Chat at VeteransCrisisLine.net or text 838-255. Hi, this is former Herd tight end Ryan Yurichek, and you're listening to the worldwide leader in martial athletics coverage, the Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. And welcome back to Herd Roundup, the only show that recaps the week that was in martial athletics. I'm Justin Zimmer. Marshall Track and Field com- competed in the River City Spring Break Classic in Jacksonville, Florida last weekend. As Ben Anderson reports, Marshall Track and Field look forward to what to come with the long-awaited outdoor season. Marshall opened the outdoor season with five individual victories in the River City Spring Break Classic. Track and Field head coach Jeff Small was proud of the strong start to begin the outdoor season. No, it just was a great start to the outdoor season, and Michael Lean's win in the 400 hurdles was awesome. Rebecca Merritt had a great PR in the discus throw and the school record in the 800. Brett Armbruster's performances in the 800 and 1500 were awesome. Senior cross-country runner Brett Armbruster was named Sunbelt Track Athlete of the Week and also named All-Conference Third Team for his success in the indoor season. He would lead the men's team by finishing fourth in the 800 meter. Leading the women was pole vaulter Macy Majoy winning the pole vault and Tyra Thomas won the 100 meter hurdles. Tyra Thomas says that she is really impressed with the way the women's team has improved since the beginning of the track and field season. I think our team's improved really well. I feel like this group of girls that we have is just amazing. There are a couple of new opportunities and first time races for the cross country team this week. Cross country head coach Caleb Bowen says he is excited to see how his cross country runners will be able to handle the new challenges so there's a few things there's an opportunity to run a four by 800 a meter relay which is something we don't usually do you don't see too many of those just at the meets we go to so that'll be a fun opportunity excited to see the men and women's 1500 again i'm excited for some really good 800s so pretty much everybody i'm excited for the thundering herd is looking to carry its momentum from this historic season this weekend for fm 88 sports i'm ben anderson Marshall competes today and tomorrow at the Weems Baskins Invitational, and Sydney Smith, Kylie Masson, and Abby Herring will represent the Thundering Herd today in the Rally Relays. Marshall University men's basketball head coach Dan D'Antoni has agreed to a three-year contract extension. The university announced on Tuesday. 
The Marshall University tennis team is on the road for a pair of matches this weekend, tomorrow facing off with Georgia State in Atlanta, and then on Sunday heading to Alabama to face off with the Troy Trojans. And that will do it for this week's Herd Roundup. Tune in again next week at 4.30 as we recap all the news for the week that was in Marshall Athletics. For Ben Anderson, Sean Kelly, John Boggess, Justin Zimmer, and the rest of the FM88 sports team, I'm Luke Hamilton. Thanks for listening to another edition of Herd Roundup. Don't forget to check out our entire broadcast schedule on our website at www.marshall.edu slash WWL. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WWL underscore sports for more on the Thundering Herd. Thanks for listening to Herd Roundup. Tune in again next week at 5.30 for the most complete coverage of Thundering Herd Athletics on 88.1 WMUL. You've been listening to another sports presentation on the Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network.